0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is April 25th, 2023. Dave Neal here, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News, and I've got all of entertainment news for you today, this afternoon, on Bachelor Rush Hour. (music) Alrighty then, every afternoon we're going to compile your content, what you want to hear, maybe something you didn't know you needed to hear. I got some American Idol updates. They are on their top 12. They narrowed it down from a cast of 20 after singing their hearts out Sunday night, last night, Monday night. We got down to the top top 12. And I'll tell you what, I'm a little angry about one of the contestants that didn't make it. There were some real powerhouses they had to leave on the cutting room floor there. We will discuss that and some other Bachelor news. Gabby Windy on one of my favorite podcasts, Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow, discusses what she would have to say and do to make it back on the beach for Bachelor in Paradise. Do you guys want to see Gabby on Bachelor in Paradise? Her only uh, clause, she said, is that no getting engaged. Not going to happen. Not again, folks. Not on the show. Not anytime soon. And speaking of uh, not getting engaged, we might have an employment issue. There's no segue there, but it doesn't matter because we're doing it perfection is the enemy of good folks. Just get to it. Knives out for Nick and Vanessa. Netflix courts married Love is Blind couple Lauren Speed and Cameron Hamilton to host the show after viewers slammed the laches for their cringy reunion performance. Now, this is all from an unnamed source. I have the full breaking news video on the YouTube channel, uh, but not much to say. Too long. Didn't watch. I'll tell you right now. My guess is Nick and Vanessa aren't going anywhere, but there is a potential that has nearly 50,000 signatures which you know is a drop in the bucket compared to the 6 million or so people that were tuned in to watch the show but um, you know it's not like Nick and Vanessa have been crushing it in other seasons pretty much every season there's a moment where you go boy they really botched that one so maybe this just isn't meant to be for them Uh, they'll be fine no prayers needed Um, and uh, with that said, we will get into my American Idol updates. Uh, if you don't like these, you can just fast forward ten minutes. But I'm telling you what, I just love listening to the music here. So the top ten was picked by the viewers, or the yeah the viewers of American Idol, and then the final two were like saves by the judges. And I got to tell you, just knowing the demographics of our country, there's I have nothing against any religious groups. But I will tell you, the South votes pretty hard for people that sing like Christian music. You know what I mean? And and that's okay. That's fine. Yeah, you know, uh, that's that that you know. So there are some contestants that made it through that might not have the chops that others have. They also. Um, I've noticed skew conservative, not politically, but conservative as far as what the contestants are wearing. So you have someone like Newtza who is just this powerhouse from Georgia, the country, and she's kind of sexual up there and they didn't vote her through. Um, And then we had someone like Kyra, I think she's from um, somewhere in the Midwest, but she's a very sultry rocker type. She plays all these different instruments, amazing voice. She didn't get voted through. She could be a pop star. She could be ready to go tomorrow. But what happens is after we have our top 10, the people that didn't get voted through, which is eight of them, all get to sing for their lives. Here's Nutza singing for her life And then afterwards, the judges reward her by naming her in the top 12. Have a listen. there's about a dozen singers on the show that have far superior voices to the judges. It's just, there's a lot of talented people out there. So Nutsa made it. She survived. Uh, And we have another guy, Colin Stowe, Southern uh, rock star, country singer. He's kind of lacking in the confidence. He's just a young guy, right? Doesn't have much confidence, but you've got Luke, uh, the judge, Luke Bryant. He's just sort of rooting him on knowing what is potentially there on the inside and finally after being announced in the top 12 he rocks it out he decides to sing a song stripped down acoustic style kind of ditches the band have a
1: listen And the music dies, but you don't see me standing here. I just came to say goodbye. I'm in a corner watching you kiss her. Oh.
0: Colin Stowe, everybody. And then immediately after, Luke Bryant rushes the stage and gives him a big hug. So Colin Stowe definitely has a future in this business, uh, regardless of how he ends up doing on the show. Um, We've got um, uh, one of the younger singers, uh, Madison She sings her original song. I'm sorry. Her name's Haven Madison uh, at Haven Madison Sings on Instagram. Uh, She, I think she sang this one during the audition. I'm going to play it again for you here, at least briefly, uh, because she's kind of got that Taylor Swift singer songwriter vibes, but her vocals keep getting better. And this is kind of her first time, I think, singing an original song in front of a live audience like this. Ava hey, Madison. Now, some people are saying, well, her voice isn't as strong as others. It's not about who can just hit all the high notes. You know what I mean? If you want to put, if you want to invest in any of these contestants, I'm taking her, you know, she's going to be blowing up because that that's an original song that just doesn't sound like an original. You know what I mean? It just sounds like it's been on the radio for years. It, it just kind of has that kind of, um, uh, I don't, I don't know, uh, uh, Vi- vibrance to it. I don't know how else to say it. Um, I'm going to play one more song. This is uh, Oliver Steele music. He also made Top 12. His dad, of course, is um, in the, I believe, in the hospital with dialysis. He had a stroke and he's singing his heart out for his old man.
2: They say I think they'll never make it but just look at us hold it up I'll never make it, but look at us holding. Oh, you're the one that I love. Oh, good night. Looks like we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby.
0: There it is. Another great song by Oliver Steele. So that's your top 12, folks. We didn't play everyone here, but um, we will get into the Bachelor content. Gabby Windy and her interview on the Off the Vine podcast right after this. And here's what Gabby had to say about potentially joining this season of Bachelor in Paradise. Have a listen. All right, let's go to the first clip, which is going to be Gabby explaining some of the uh, boneheaded men she's dated.
3: You have a TikTok that says, no, totally. It's just when you accidentally sent me the Insta model's profile at 3 a.m. And she kind of looks like me, but definitely must have been the new feature. Did that happen? (laughs) Yeah. What? Yeah. Some guy sent you a model's Instagram at 3
4: a.m.? Yeah. I mean, maybe not 3 a.m., but like 1 a.m. Why? Um, Like by
3: accident? And then it was like...
4: Oh. Yeah, so it was like... Thinking you were one of his friends? It was like this whole thing, but he told me three different lies. So, so it, it
0: turns out she has the same first couple of letters as his best friend, and he... Accidentally sent his girlfriend photos of a model. Yeah, yeah, you just hate to see an error, an unforced error like that happen. All right, let's go to the 28-minute mark here and talk about uh, Gabby being on dating apps right now, and then we'll get into her speculating on her going to Paradise, which it looks like she will be going to Paradise. It looks like she's on board. If and it's you know sometimes we have alumni, they're like, I'd love to go on Paradise, and it's like, listen, you, you no one wants to see you on Paradise. People want to see Gabby on Paradise, but here she. She's also on Raya. Are you
4: on dating apps? Just Raya. So, okay, is like, so I
3: thought they had something against Bachelor Nation.
4: They don't. Okay. I was on Raya before. Oh, what? So, How? Um, a cheerleader. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes uh, sense. D- meet cheerleader. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that makes sense.
3: I was a cheerleader, too, but in the CFL. It was
4: what's, like, oh, my God, fun.
5: What's, what is that? Canadian Football League. Oh, fun. <laughs> I know nothing about no, it. No, like
3: the football players in the States in the NFL, they make, like, shmillions, and CFL, they, like, have to get a second job.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. Really? Oh, it's not yeah, a Yeah, the cheerleaders in the U.S. have, like, zero rights. They barely make enough money to cover their um, uh, spray tans. I'm not kidding. They, they, they make, like, a stipend. It's really bad. They don't have a union, I guess, um, and the players are raking it in. There should be some sort of revenue share. I'm not saying they should be making millions, but, you know, they should be compensated fairly. You know me, union rep Dave. Okay, let's get into the juicy meat and potatoes of it all. Uh, uh, would Gabby go on Paradise? Incredible cast that could be on Paradise, and Rachel oh, yeah. was like,
3: "I want like Gabby to go if I go. Would
4: you go on Paradise?" <laughs> She's so funny. Which I do think it would just be so fun. It would, um, and like It'd be fun to watch too. <laughs> yeah, and like ultimately, I'm just down for a good time and like yeah. to have a story to tell at the end of the day. Yeah. Like that is always my yeah. motivation. Never say never for yeah. sure. Yeah. So I think if it like aligns and I'm feeling it, and like ultimately. I just want to do it for myself. Yeah, you know, um, I'm obviously single. I would not get engaged again. Like, s- never say never. Never. I will never oh, ever I- say never. And saying it right now <laughs> here for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just over it. That I won't do because I think like yeah, after having gone through the process first, you realize how much pressure it puts on your yeah. relationship, so and you pressure. think you know somebody, and you yeah. really don't. No.
0: All right. So obviously, her relationship with Eric Shore did not last long. To the point where it didn't even make it through her season of dancing with the stars i do want to mention that gabby along with being a cheerleader is also an icu nurse i didn't want to not talk about the fact that she uh was doing the lord's work which is working in healthcare.
4: and it's like i just like was, like, looking at my ring and seeing, like, just, like, tainted. I'm like, oh, this, I don't want, this isn't how an engagement ring is supposed to feel. Yeah. Like, I was, like, asking my friends. I'm like, what do you guys, like, see when you look at your, like, wedding ring? Yeah. They're like, oh, we love it. I'm like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. Like, I love the yeah. look of it. But, like, obviously. It holds more than that. And it should. And I want it to. Yeah. So, like, I, you know, I've learned and, like, I want to do it different.
0: Yeah, and we saw Becca Kufrin uh, paved the road for former leads to go on Bachelor in Paradise, normalize it because you know for a little while Bachelor in Paradise was kind of like the land of the misfit toys. It still is, but that's they're all misfits. No offense, uh, respectfully misfits, and there's nothing wrong with being a misfit. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then Becca's like, I'll go on, and now everyone's like, All right, why not? I mean, you know, you're going to maximize your audience. You're already. It's like you know, at some point, if you're a lead, unless unless you're monetizing at an area greater than bachelor nation that being Tasha, that being hannah brown unless you're in the uh world which i don't know if it exists anymore where you can uh street uh stretch out above and beyond bachelor nation you'd go on the show
3: when you got engaged did you have like was every were you like all in or did you have a small gut feeling like this might not be your person
4: um i think like there's always a gut feeling yeah. with relationships, and you're always scared, especially falling in love and taking a big risk. So I didn't know if it was a gut feeling that's like, bad or good. That's the hardest
3: part yeah. is when you get that gut feeling, and you're like, is this something else, or am I getting confused? Is my gut confused? What is it trying to tell me? Yeah. That, that is Because falling in
4: love is scary. It is really it scary. It should be scary because you're so
0: vulnerable. Yeah. But I did Genuine. Listen, when you do it, and I, everyone's got a different anecdotal experience, but I think falling in love doesn't have to be scary. I think if you're healthy, communicating, and okay, sharing your love with someone else and they reciprocate it, you can be open and honest. I know we live in a world where it's like you're afraid to be the first one to say I love you and this and that, but dating show, falling in love, that's scary. Real life falling in love, no, I mean, when it works, it works. If early on in a relationship, you're getting a lot of friction, maybe it's not meant to be.
4: Genuinely think like I had met the person I could spend the rest of my life with. Yeah. And I think everybody does. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean that's literally why you do get
3: engaged at the end. You really do think yeah. you can see yourself with that person until you Even, don't. Yeah until, yeah, until you don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> until yeah.
4: you go out into the real world and then you go oh. In the real world mm-hmm. is like which people say that, and it is it's it's a bubble that is cultivated to make you fall in
0: love. Yeah, it's like it's like growing a plant in a greenhouse in the winter. And then trying to bring that into like a new England it's like, well, the plant grew in the greenhouse because it had the right nutrients or lack of uh, in the real world. But, you know, in, in the bachelor, they take away all the you know cell phones and jobs and things that will get in the way. Anyone who's, you know, of, of, of attraction can enjoy each other's company on a palapa. But how does it feel in the real world?
4: And you don't really see the other real world things, which is like me. I'm like, I'm a great judge of character. Mm -hmm. I know who I am. But I think the difference is that like you have to, the other person that is also like on the show that's going to be whatever your significant other, they also have to know themselves just as much because it's up to them to bring themselves to the table good bad and ugly and like if you don't know yourself you don't know how to bring that to the table you don't know how to talk about it yeah me I do yeah. I'm like I myself 100% of the time I don't understand how someone could be any different
0: right it's like she lost a
4: fingernail and the left pointer but it's like that's through years of work through years of therapy yeah. through I'm sure being a nurse so it's like then getting into the real world is like whoa like they are right but you kind of feel like you're like, excused from that. I'm yeah. Like, That's not going to happen to me. Yeah. And here I am. And here I am. And here I am. <laughs> here <it> <laughs> <happened>. <laughs> but again, you
3: learn so much from that, too. You do. Yeah. And and hopefully those people learn about themselves, too, because, I don't know, I, I feel like it throws everybody through the ringer and you have an opportunity after to, like, really grow from it or... yeah. Totally. Or go the off.
0: And Gabby's about to talk about, I mean, she's dated. I mean, I'm sure everyone's dated toxic people. You date the wrong people till you find the right person. But, you know, law, law of attraction, if you are dating guys, because she, she does kind of have like, um, you know, some possible bitterness. It's what it comes off as when she talks about how dumb some of these guys are she's dating. But it's like, why are you finding the dumb guys? You know, not to victim blame her here. But if you had a friend who keeps on dating an a-hole, you'd be like, hey, you got to go find some other guys. The world's big enough. I know LA is full of this, full of that. There's good people all over the world. Opposite way and like
3: stay thirsty. It happens to a lot of men that come out of the franchise. Yeah. I don't even know what they're doing. I They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they really don't know what they're
0: doing. And I would push back on this because I think men and women equally, I'm an equal opportunist, I think equally men and women from the franchise get a new social clout. They have new deals. They're gonna, of course, they're gonna be working on their image. I don't think it's just men from the franchise. Let me know. What do you guys think? Leave a comment.
2: Thirsty?
3: Yeah, because all of a sudden, girls are like, (laughs) think they're, you know, ego, and they get so much attention and they don't realize that that's gonna like eventually go away and they- I don't know. It's like, um,
0: but you don't think women from the franchise get attention? I'm sure it's an. Women build bigger social media followings than the men do. Go thing. I mean, yeah, and a, an, adrenaline yeah, too. an adrenaline rush. An
4: adrenaline rush. All the things. Mm-hmm. And it's, just like no thought. It's like. That's easy yeah. to have, to like to be hot and to have women like sign into your DMs. Like, what else are you gonna do? Yeah, like, what do you want to do with this like huge opportunity? That's you right. have to think about it. No one's gonna tell you. Yeah.
0: Which again, it's tough, right? Because look, I'm not criticizing Gabby, but if you if you kind of cross examine what she's saying that the men are rudderless that come fr- out of the franchise, what's she, what's her big mission? And and I'm not blaming her for not knowing. I'm just saying you got to figure it out. Like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna build my social media following? Where am I going to go with that? You know, like, I don't know what, and maybe she's got some grand plan. I don't know what it is. I just think opportunity comes in so many different ways. And once you, the show spits you out, I wouldn't fault anybody for not knowing like where they're going to go. Some people keep their jobs. Some people move on.
4: Just like, don't want to. They're very short-sighted. Yeah. 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 I think that's like with most reality dating shows is that the women and their standards and just like the standard that they hold themselves to is like leaps and bounds above the men who go on these shows. I think as women mature faster and we can have it all. You can like be good TV and have a good career and know yourself. And like men, I feel like just like at that age, maybe just aren't that dimensional.
0: I get the idea that men might take longer to, and again, when we're generalizing, it gets dangerous. But in a lot of cases, the men go on the show because they don't have a career path, or you know, if they did, they probably wouldn't be on the show. And then afterwards, and don't get me wrong, Riley Christian uh, has his own law firm. Tyler Cameron, there's plenty of examples. Uh, Tino even uh, works in construction. Plenty of examples of people that have a positive and, in, in you know, you know, uh, direct sort of path to what they want to achieve in life but there's a bias of who you're picking yeah the show's picking people that have enough free time to go on the show i would argue if we broke into the statistics here that the women are as rudderless as the men who go on the show
3: going back i do hope you go on paradise because that would be incredible television with like i just picture you rachel genevieve like (laughs) michelle down there I don't know who else. I just picture it and I'm like, oh, the women would just run the show. It would be amazing.
5: Don't even need the men.
4: Yeah. Ideally. I just love to hang and like, I can, and I love to like, be in the gossip like, i'm
0: like i want to be like, like a fly on the wall and just like what is going on i think gabby's a generally great person i don't think if she went on bachelor in paradise if i had to place the odds i would say she has a 90 chance of coming out looking great there's always a chance though they catch you on a bad day you get in a bad fight with somebody you misinterpret what someone's saying you know could it hurt her brand yeah but i think i think it's a i think she's smart enough and old enough, and that's of no disrespect, she's in her 30s to not fall for the cattiness that might happen in your early to mid-20s from the show. I <laughs> <laughs> also and not sorry to interrupt one last time, but like she worked in intensive care as a nurse, the ICU. Uh, she can handle adversity. So she's not like she's probably not great TV for the dramatic angle, but she's a ton of fun and she would definitely be a great glue that bonds together a lot of the cast members. She'd be great on the show.
3: I feel like flirting would be so fun on the beach with all these cute guys. So fun. Is there, is there anyone in, I'm sure people ask you this all the time, but Bachelor-like world that you're like, oh, I would have a crush on them if they were on the beach.
0: If that power recapper, Dave Neal, were single... I
3: mean, Tyler Cameron. (laughs) He's never going to the beach. No, he's never going to the beach.
0: Uh, And Tyler Cameron is the example where he's worth way more money on social media than the show can offer him. And in other content I didn't get to on the podcast today, we've got, I did the interview clickbait podcast. What a dumpster fire they are. Um, They they have like three hosts now and they interviewed Christina Mandrell. If you want to hate watch something, go to YouTube and check it out. But I got to tell you, you have to watch me trying to you know, like scoop out my eyeballs as I get through it. It was a real moment where you're like, please pray for me. We suffered through that. Well look, that's gonna do it for us today. I've got a lot of content coming your way. I've got some big interviews the last couple of days of the week here. My birthday is on Monday and I'm gonna be heading to the East Coast over the weekend. I will have content for you all while I am away, but I will be on the mobile studio setup. In the meantime, what I wanted to do is treat you guys to a little, you know, uh Top 12 music from Eam, one of our favorite uh, singers, a larger than life personality Eam Tongi from the islands of Hawaii, singing us out here. What's the song called? Oh, he sang Lionel Richie's "Stuck on You." Congratulations, Eam, and all the other top 12 finalists on American Idol. Without further ado, thank you so much. I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour, and here is Eam's rendition of "Stuck on You."
5: To the end Cause I'm on my way I'm mighty glad to stay Whoa, whoa Coming home to stay Oh, that oh, i stuck on you I've been a fool too long I guess it's time for me Come on home Guess I'm on my way Stuck on you Got this feeling down deep in my soul That I just can't lose